when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. So we nearly came in matching outfits today. I know. Well, we are very similar. And usually we're quite different, which maybe our autumnal wardrobes are... Morphing into one. Yeah, more aligned. You look great. <laughs> so do you. you I love have, your outfit. Thanks very much. <laughs> You're having a bit of a nightmare with Gigi's sleep, aren't you? We're going through it at the moment. Yeah, I, I am. And then I've had two good nights. And so now I'm like, oh, maybe I've broken it. But oh, I know what happened last time. Now. No, I know. But I'm, I'm actually not bragging about it this time. I'm actually like, oh, maybe... I Maybe feel like not. you weren't black, like bragging about it last time. I feel like you were trying to celebrate the fact that she was a good sleeper. Yes, yeah. And we I are was. allowed to do that. No, I know, I know. And also, like, if we're here giving out tips on sleep and then <laughs> it's all going completely wrong, why would yeah. anybody listen, yeah. <laughs> I guess? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so she had about almost five days, I reckon, really bad. Like, I have never known it. Like, I never had anything like that with Axel. Nowhere near as bad. Right. Waking up, like, first part of the night, she was always okay. And then as soon as we got to go to bed at, like, 10-ish, from then on, every single hour, I would see. And it was just so weird. Um, but now I am kind of wondering. So Axel, the last end of this week, has had like a really bad throw, a really snotty nose and really bad ears. And then I woke up with it on Saturday morning and I just felt like, Ugh. Heavy. And now I just wonder, maybe that's what she had. Because mm. she was looking for the dummy. And you know, like if you've have got, you got bad the, ears. Have you got rid of the dummy? We had, but now um, yesterday or the day before, whenever my mum had her, my mum gave it to her and it didn't cause any problems and she completely slept through the night. So I do wonder if it was just her ears. So she was only looking for that dummy because of her ears were hurting. I mean, I don't think you should stress about the dummy. I mean, you got rid of the dummy with Axel. How old was he? Before he was one. Before he was one. Gigi's yeah. 16 weeks old. Yeah, but every child's different, aren't they? So, like, some will, like, search for it and some don't. Oh, she was searching yeah, for it. Yeah, in the night. That's, that's, that's why I stopped because she just kept... I thought every hour when she was waking up, she was wanting the dummy. But actually, I think what well, every hour she was waking up, her ears were probably killing ears her. Were hurting. And that sucky feeling was hurting her. Is, which moves us on. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> just about to say that sucky feeling. How apt? Because 
today's conversation, let's talk about sex, baby. baby. Let's talk about you and me. We're talking about sex. I don't know why I'm so happy because this is like my nightmare. You're happy you say that, but you're actually blushing. If, if you could see Georgia right now, she's going a real shade of crimson. <laughs> you know when you're like dreading a meeting at work and you have to like psych yourself up for it? <laughs> That's what I've been doing like all weekend. No, anyway. What have you done for prep? for prep? Um, I've done some <laughs> hip, hip, I've been for hypnotherapy. No, I'm joking, I haven't. I, I have been thinking about it and I thought, do you know what? You're an adult. Mm. I'm in a room with somebody that I know and trust yeah. and love. So, you know, I can talk about it. Who's it's that? Cool. Today's guest? <laughs> Listen, well, anyway. This conversation is not about you know, the best blowjob that you've ever given, right? Although, although that might come up. That. <laughs> that might come up and I'm like, no. This conversation is about sex pre and post having kids. Yes. When is the right time? How did it feel? We're going to go there today because we feel like it's a, well, it is a really important subject. Yeah, and it can be a taboo subject as well. It can be like one of the things that you don't share with your friends. Um, you know, you might have met a great bunch of girls who are pregnant at the same time as you and you're talking about being up in the night, you're talking about piles you're talking about all these things but sex might not be up there with what you actually share with them yeah and also there's a lot of pressure I think once you've had your kids to then be like oh well you know go for your six-week check and then jump back on yeah and a lot of women don't feel like jumping back on at that point because no. it hurts and I I yeah I can't wait to talk about this because I actually think you're going to be quite surprised by me today I'm not going to be <laughs> that smutty when what was it like um, after having Luna when you first had sex really weird yeah. I was really freaked out about it. Yeah. I, I it felt like the very first time that I ever had sex. So just it was just like it just felt strange and bizarre and the whole thing was weird. I sort of just wanted it to be over. It took yeah. me a few go, like a, like a good couple of months to feel okay, well this is nice again. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's the that's, same for you. Yeah, definitely. I think I built it up to be this huge thing in my head. And it definitely wasn't comfortable and it, it was pretty awful actually thinking about it. But then I, as, as it went on, it got better and better. But then with Gigi, I think I've said before, it was totally normal, like straight away. And so sometimes I wonder, a mixture of, yep. I had stitches with Axel, I didn't have stitches with Gigi. So physically, I was in a lot better shape. Yep. But mentally, I hadn't built it up to be such a big thing in sure. my head. Because I think I, I wasn't really worried about it. Because I remember thinking, oh, well, if this if I, you know, if this is rubbish, it's going to, you know, that's rubbish. fine. No, but it's fine because I know yeah. it gets better again. So mm. it doesn't matter. Mm. It wasn't this whole like, oh, my God, so this is going to be the rest of my life now. Sure. You know, it, it was just like, oh, well. But uh, yeah, and it was okay. So. And it's been all right. Yeah. So, so. I've actually had a, a bizarre experience the second time round because the first time round, okay, yeah, it felt weird after Luna, but it quickly got good. Yeah. You know, it quickly got better and I started to enjoy it again and our sex life was absolutely wonderful. This time round, our sex life is great, but I'm experiencing pain, which I'm going to talk about today. Yeah. And I definitely think that a lot of women will go through this or are going through this and don't yeah. know what it is. I've been to see the doctor about it a lot, but in certain positions, I get pain during sex. And it's kind of like, that's not what you're supposed to equate sex to. Sex no. is supposed to be climax and orgasm and, you know, um, mind-blowing, not agony. Yeah, so, absolutely not. And no. I, I think the person that we're chatting to today, I feel, is very versed to discuss sex with us. Um when you meet her in person? Oh, she loves a good sex chat. <laughs> in fact, her and Zoe like, are pretty much on a par there. We are. Total <laughs> filth buckets. Uh, you'll know her on Instagram um, as Life with Ivy Coco. It is the wonderful Kerry Northcott. 
Never have I been happier to record a podcast than on this day. And never have I been shitting myself so much. Never has Georgia looked more uncomfortable. But no, on a serious note, this is not going to be a podcast about filth. It is going to be... Well... Well, you say that. Listen, the woman woman sitting opposite us today is a mate of Georgia and Georgia and mine. I was going to say, is filth. (laughs) Is filth. He's a friend of Georgia and mine. Um, she used to be a makeup, or is a makeup artist. She then decided, no, do you know what? I'm not going to go uh, and do that. I'm going to start a new career, a new blog. She had a family, um, Ivy, who is five, and then she started life with Ivy Coco. Yes. Sitting opposite us today is Carrie <laughs> Northcott. Hello. Hello. Is that your surname right? Is it Northcott or Northcott? Northcott. Okay, good. Yes. Got it right. Yes. That's all good. How are you? Good. How are you? We're excited. <laughs> we are, well, I'm not excited. I've been so excited. This is something every time I see you, we always talk about. Yeah. Without even tending, like intending to go off into that conversation, we just can't help ourselves. We always end up talking about sex. Yeah, always. I love talking about sex. I feel like because I don't really talk about it that much on social, as soon as I'm like let loose and around people <laughs> that will happily sit and discuss sex and self-servicing, I'm all for. <laughs> <laughs> do you talk about it? That was going to be my opening question. Is it something that you discuss at all across? Oh yeah, I'm more your than socials? happy to. Oh, do I discuss it on social? Yeah. No, the reason why I don't is only because I've got like my husband's work, some of his work friends following me, <laughs> <laughs> and like my mum, which I don't mind. I, you know, I'm always quite happy to talk to my mum about. It, but I've got like some of her cust- customers and clients okay. that follow me so I don't want her to be doing their hair and them saying oh we really enjoyed Kerry's talk about what vibrator she's been using lately do you know what I mean so that's yeah. the only reason why I'm more than com- I'm more than happy to talk about it sure but I just feel I just respect those around me that's fair enough <laughs> that is fair enough I mean my yeah. dad follows um Zoe and I on Instagram so yeah I mean <laughs> dad if you're listening this is a podcast which you turn off <laughs> hi dad <laughs> yeah. yeah so um let's talk about um your relationship with your husband yes. and the differences between now and mm. pre-baby pre-IV yes. and what kind of changes because I think a lot of people will be going through that moment maybe of just having a baby and feeling like their sex life will never get back to where it was yeah so me me and Mr Coco I can't remember him calling that and um, we have quite similar sex drives we're not like always gagging for it we're quite chilled out and we can have a laugh about not wanting to do it if the other one doesn't we don't get offended by it um but obviously before well we've been with each other for 12 years so before Ivy it wasn't it was still like a little bit dry then, really, because we've been with each other for so long. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, we had that all four times a day at the very beginning, and then we was, like, living with each other and stresses, and he's got a really demanding job. The honeymoon phase. Yeah, yeah, it kind of really faded out. You know, we've been living with each other for 12 years and been with each other for 12 years. So, we've, mm. you know, it's quite... We went really hard in the beginning of our relationship, literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I feel like we've made up for it we made up for like the dry periods right at the beginning yep um so nothing has really changed because we've never been like twice a week kind of people right just because of 
work life. Yeah, and I think, do you know what? I think, and we're fine with that, yeah, yeah. that's the thing, isn't it? It's only a problem when there's a massive imbalance. Yes. And quite a lot of people on our Instagram, for instance, will um, write into us and be like, listen, like I've just had a baby. My husband really wants to have sex. Yeah. My partner really wants to have sex again. I just don't feel ready. Or, you know, he, I, I just don't feel confident in myself. And there's usually some sort of imbalance which, which causes a problem. Yeah. Um, so... Do you remember after after having Ivy? When yeah. did you first have sex? How did you feel? Were so you the nervous? first time the first time we had sex was actually like I was really nervous. It was literally like losing your virginity all over. That's again. what I yeah. say. It's the weirdest thing, and it's like, oh, is that okay? It's really awkward, uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. And I was like cracking up because <laughs> that's so gross. <laughs> I can't believe I'm gonna say this. Oh god. Obviously, I was very aware that I thought it was gonna feel a lot looser. Yeah, and I felt a lot tighter, and I had stitches. Yeah, and we, I joked saying, "Did you like give him an extra fifty quid to like tighten things up?" Down there? Cause it <laughs> felt like actually, I'm kind of enjoying this more. Like my nun feels better than what it did before child. Actually, um, that's so interesting. That I it know felt, it felt better for you. It felt better for me. I don't know. It was really weird. He said it as well. Did it go back to feeling good <laughs> so straight rich. away? As in, did did because a lot again a lot of people and my no, experience, not the it first. took a, it took a good like oh. two three months for me to sort of start enjoying it again. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and I think it's the panic as well. Like they say, like you're gonna be really fertile afterwards, you know. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. So, and I was not ready. Had no plans in my head to have another baby straight away either. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So that sort of panicked me, and just to help, and I have like a, I've had issues with my nun before. Like they thought I had endometriosis, and I've had like, what's it like coloscopies and things in. We yeah. didn't have like sex yep. for like a year once because I had like bleeding after sex. It just was like so. I've always mm. had issues in that area. Yeah. So that was just like something else that kind of worried me in the back of my head when we first started doing it after Ivy because I've just always had stuff going on. There's always stuff going on, There's I think. There's always stuff going it, on it, down there. It's a it, bloody nuisance. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think we're expected to. My experience of it is we're expected to go for our six-week check Yeah. and everyone talks about it. Get to your six-week check, get to your yeah. six-week check and then you'll be great and then you'll be wanting to, you know... You know. Some people do it straight away. Some people oh my gosh, do it straight away. That is why they keep the curtains open. In hospitals. In hospitals. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that <laughs> I today. I didn't know what curtain she was talking about, though. <laughs> My, oh, really? Yeah, Some people like to do it straight away. Others, mm. you know, have anxieties around it. And, 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 and asked, but, really? But, but also the pressure of having to do it again. Yes. I mean, then nothing says kill, kill a sexy moment like a bit of pressure. No, and exactly. Think when, when it comes to sex, there is so much pressure. There's so much pressure of, oh, we do it for three times a oh, week. God. Oh, we do it like this. Or we have to, you know, and... There's always, even like as girls and guys, you're always going to feel inadequate. Like we have, as I said, we've got quite similar sex drives. But sometimes I think, why doesn't he want to have sex with me three times a week? Like Thingy's husband wants to have sex with her three times a week. Do you know what I mean? There's always so many... We've not had sex for a month and it's been amazing. Right. And only because we have just been really, really enjoying it. You know, I've just had my lounge done up. <laughs> We've, and we're really enjoying just sitting on the sofa and watching telly because we didn't have that space before. And we're really enjoying being each other's company than rushing off to bed and doing it. That is my favourite comment that you've ever said. <laughs> just, we've just had my lounge done up. And, you know, we're just enjoying sitting in I that space. I don't want to have you sex. Know. I just want to sit on my sofa. We do. We and both you know want to sit there and watch a series. We just really want to enjoy each other's company. Yeah. And it's been really nice getting back to that. 
and having that time and that space for each other. But how great that you're in a relationship that having sex for a month, well, it doesn't really matter and it's not an issue for either of you. How fantastic. Because I do think, like, going back to this pressure thing, that you go for the check and then they go, right, you can go and have sex now. Yeah. But a lot of people don't Um, want to have sex at that point. Exactly. Take away your noon, like, mentally. Yeah. Like, all the emotions that you go through after giving birth. I was an emotional wreck and continually panicked that I was going to drop an iron on Ivy's head for some reason. Not even that I ever ironed. But, you know, your mind plays so many tricks. Can you imagine feeling the pressure to go and have sex with your husband? I know. And also, quite often, you have the baby in your room for the first six months. Mm. And that's weird. That's so weird. That is very weird. Yeah. Like, I mean, I still absolutely don't feel comfortable if Gigi's in the room. I'm like... Whoa, no. Yeah. And if she really? makes a little... Yeah, no, I just yes. don't like it. Just no. use one hand for the dummy and one hand on the I penis. Mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you. It no, freaks me it out. it freaks me out it so much. Out. They don't know what's going on. I know. I know. But even weird. a dog in the room would freak me oh, out. A dog is different. I'd they can like, stare at you. What? It's weird. Yeah, no. I'm totally with you on that. Yeah. I, I was the same. Really? Yeah, I probably use it as some sort of excuse as well to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were your insecurities, or what what did you struggle with after you had IV? Uh, what in the like in the bed? I guess kind of because because there is that moment where you're sort of having to be there with your partner and be very vulnerable and be naked again, and you're looking at your bodies. And for me, it was my boobs. Let's take that for example. Yeah. See, I'm not. See, you you know what I'm like on Instagram. I'm not really like that overly thingy with my body with with him. You're uh, not overly what like like worried about how I look and stuff. That's great though. That is and amazing. I was probably slimmer after I had Ivy than what I am now. So it didn't it didn't really bother me in that sense body wise. But I think that's because obviously we've been with each other such a, a long amount of time. He's seen me go for everything. Mm. You know, we just have we're lucky in that part that side of our relationship. We can joke and he say, All right there, you put on a bit of weight, you know and it wouldn't necessarily bother me because I'd be like all right look at your ears mate you know like we've got that <laughs> you know we have that sort of like banter right. that sort of like friendship relationship we can take like, that out of each other so it did for me I can't really say I really had any body insecurities afterwards but that's just because of how I am with my body what about, what about mind insecurities because it is all about how you feel about yourself so you yeah. felt good in yourself yeah well not really I was in a really bad place like it it wasn't really after Ivy for me it hit me around the one year mark um that's when insecurities got me like stretch marks <laughs> and stuff really silly for some reason really really affected me right. um and I based I wasn't right in my mind and I thought if I can fix my body that will fix my mind and that happened at one year after IV. So, so talk I went us through, through like, what, yeah, what happened. I had bad friendships. Um, I felt very lonely. I'd started the business Coco and Indie, which at the time was Miss Coco's Closet. That took a lot of my time. Just, just standard like mum guilt, working too much, um, always stressed out. Mm-hmm. And then I just thought if I, if I lose weight and I can get rid of my stretch marks and I'm going to feel better and that's going to just fix everything. Obviously, mm. that's not the case. It doesn't work like that. So it, for me, it was a lot later on than after IV directly. That's when it affected me. One year mark. We do hear that, actually, yeah. that it can come in, in waves and actually you can almost get bundled up in that first kind of six to 12 month bubble where yes. you just kind of, it's almost like you're sort of numb because you're just like a hamster yeah. in a wheel. Yeah, just and trying you to have this float. new baby and you're just like there with your partner and this baby and you're like, oh, Ivy was a really good baby. 
But yeah. one year was just when things changed with the business and with him. And well, I was going to say, at one year, it's almost when people, a lot of people go back to work yes. or they sort of get into real life again, exactly. if that makes sense. Like one year, like for, you know, for that me now, I've, Gigi's four months. Yeah. If something's going wrong, I'm always like, oh, but I've just had a baby. Yeah, you you've always got that, yeah, haven't you? Can fall you? back on it. Yeah, mm. in your head. But I think when you get to one year, you think, oh no, this is actually my life now. This yeah. is how it is. And I think that's why, like, body wise, afterwards, it didn't really bother me. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it was just because I was very lonely and I wasn't in a good. I kind of say like, I feel like I had like personal depression at one year when she was one year old. Did you really? I feel like I did. I feel like it, was, it wasn't something I spoke about. I couldn't click with people at mum groups. Um, I could never imagine talking to them about sex and stuff you know like just mm. having normal being comfortable with people I didn't have that I had family that didn't live near me so I was very lonely and I was in a very dark place mm. how uh, did that affect your relationship? Mm, I kind of like block these sort of things out <laughs> yeah. like mm. um, yeah it was hard it was really hard because he doesn't know what he's doing mm. really do you know what I mean? he doesn't know how to be with me and because I was like a totally different person wasn't confident wasn't happy in myself yeah just so he didn't really know what to what to do with that and how did you come through it how how did you sort of come out the other side Instagram what? Instagram <laughs> did is, you really it, yeah like when I started like Life of Ivy Coco and I started to make other friends who we had similar interests and I really started to find myself um and like who I was before Ivy and that was the massive turning point just being around people and getting out and yeah that was basically talking just talking Instagram yeah. is such a brilliant way of, that's of the thing, talking actually talking, but it's finding people mm. it's basically like tinder for mums in a sense because there's so many people out there you can be like oh I really like the way they dress their kid I dress my kid like that like mm. I used to take Ivy to baby group in Burberry dresses and giant bows on her hair when she was like four months old and other kids <laughs> other kids which was fine had like mismatched colour leggings you know so they were never into I used to like get done up that used to be like a day out for me going right. to baby group for like an yeah. hour I wore sequin trousers to a, a baby um, a baby <laughs> group that. once and um, this was when we were in Cheltenham and um, I wasn't joke. there then well, that's no. so funny one of James's friends from work's wife had just had a baby and like we we met up and I literally turned up in these sequin trousers and she literally looked at me like oh no no like no 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 this isn't how it works no 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 you can't wear those oh <laughs> my she, she was only joking but I was suddenly like but I haven't been out all week yeah. <laughs> I've been wanting to wear these joggers this is my outing it is your outing when you've and I just didn't have a circle so for mm. me that was my outing mm. yeah but I didn't really know how to to deal with that side of me do you know what I mean because I just weren't even there with uh, it so it was kind of like we just kind of like just went along on autopilot then mm. do you know what I mean mm. yeah we just kind of plodded along both of us what was happening during that period with intimacy well we just well, as I said we're not really like huge sex goers anyway so we just kind of plodded along with it mm. but I never really wanted to wanted to do it he always was the initiator right. with it always because I never wanted to because my mind was somewhere else I never mm. felt sexy or like oh come on we never had like the last obviously we had good times making it sound really shit but um you know when you just don't feel yourself in your head the last thing I want to do is have sex I know uh, yeah completely agree you know it's the same with being stressed at home 
you, when you're stressed and you've had like a crap day at work, you, last thing you think, oh yeah, come oh, on. totally. But Let's then for do some it. people, it's the opposite, isn't it? Because it's a release. Well, this is where we go on so, to, yeah. Yeah. to self servicing. <laughs> it <laughs> it is. Self servicing such an important part of life. It is. It, Men talk about it. So why can't we? Yeah. And I used to be such a prude about this. Yeah. Like someone bought me a bullet as like a piss tape because I was such a prude about it and the thought of it was like, oh, get that away from me. So someone bought you a deal well a little bullet a little, little bullet, little bullet yeah. uh, just as a joke because I was just like, hmm. and I remember I can't remember when it was I, was I was sewing and I felt really agitated really stressed out and you know just like you can't work out why but you're really ags up and as we've spoken before I don't orgasm through sex it's something yep. he knows it's just impossible and neither do I by the way holding my hand <laughs> yeah. <down here. laughs> yeah. neither do I all it's three just, of us see what oh, I mean yeah. it's so Emos- <laughs> Our producer's just lifting lifting her eyebrows. It's very hard. And that's another thing people don't talk about. I enjoy having sex, but I just never, it's just never been the one for me. So, um, So I got the bullet out one day and I got in the bath and like, I had to set myself a full on like romantic scene as if I was having a date with the bullet. (laughs) And, um, and it was the best thing the best thing I've ever done and I think even he would say exactly the same because it's just it's not even a sexual thing for me it's just a release yeah of course it's the only moment I'm not thinking about him Ivy housework work yeah I'm in my own little headspace for five minutes and it's over and done with and then I just go back gives me a bit of energy if I feel tired if I feel stressed it's a release and it is you know the feeling of an orgasm you literally feel it over your head yeah it is like a full-on release out of yeah. body out is, of body yeah. I, I it's always the weirdest say that thing but it is you can kind of feel it as soon as it comes over you can feel the shit just like Whoa. it's so true and you always sleep really well afterwards yes. my, my issue is is that we um we're supposed to as parents function yeah. at such a high level of responsibilities we're always looking after the kids yeah we've always got stuff to do for them then we've got the home then we've got the, our partners then we've got our jobs yeah blah, 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 blah. and then it's like what about us? Exactly. Yeah, it's I no need... wonder why people suffer so badly with mental health after kids. Yeah, exactly. Because it is such like it's such a head fuck. There's so many, so many. When we've always got to have, like, have everything leveled, the perfect control of your mm-hmm. work, your life, and your kids, and all of that. Like Anna, Anna Martha. Yeah. Did the cup test of like pouring stuff in and trying to get everything at the same level it's just impossible you mm. can't do it, mm. and there's no time for yourself. So finding that time, whatever it is, if it is getting your bullet out there is nothing wrong with or that or your sonar my favourite dildo of all time sonar oh yeah I've not tried that I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of like in love with my Lalo at the minute oh yeah well it's part of it it's, it's by Lalo oh is it yeah but it's oh, a sonar okay. it's a clitoral oh. stimulator it's incredible but I feel like just get I feel like shut the door let everybody <laughs> else exactly go away do, and yeah. just have an orgasm yeah. because orgasms change lives. you orgasms change lives they do they, do. they really and really it's do it's okay if your partner doesn't make you orgasm through sex just get you get your toy and, out and yeah, have a go at it because, but you know that might not be your bag but I feel like if you try it once it might be and the funniest thing is when we've tried to do it together it doesn't work oh because... we've mastered that oh have you <laughs> yeah it doesn't work and I feel like maybe I just need to get drunk and, and I feel like it's because I'm such a control freak as well so when I have sex I don't switch off right I'm still probably there's still probably stuff like tabs going in my head whereas when I'm on my own I can switch off and I'm like oh my god I can relax now yeah it's just some time for yourself Do you, it's just, it? yeah it's no different than having a bath 
Yeah, exactly. That's what I meant. Men have, men have a wank <laughs> to do shrimp. <laughs> it's exactly the same for women. You know, have a bath, have a hot chocolate. It is, but it's just no out. time for yourself. You're, um, <laughs> well, I mean, listen, you're, you're talking, well, you've spoken about trying yes. for a second baby. Yes. So this isn't necessarily the fun chat now because what's been going on for the last... No, I still of- quite enjoy talking about this because okay. people don't talk about this, trying for a baby. This does involve yes. sex. Everyone <laughs> tries for a baby and again, that is a whole, a whole nother lonely experience in itself trying yeah. for a baby because no one wants to talk about trying for a baby. Everyone just tries behind the scenes and go, yeah, it's actually taken us eight months. Yeah. When it really, again, is a huge head fuck because you try your whole entire life not to get pregnant. So you think you're going to have sex and you're going to get pregnant. And it don't mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. So we've been trying for what? 18, 19, 20 months. I've literally lost count now. And this is what I'm saying. Like, we've not had sex for a month because I was like, do you know what? I just want to take a bit of time off. Mm. It, like, just overcomes you. Like, and even if I say, no, I'm fine, I actually kind of, like, don't want to get pregnant this month because I'm doing this. Mm. As soon as you wipe and you realise you're on your period again, you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Mm. Secretly, deep down, like, you think... You think you're going to do reverse psychology by saying you don't want to get pregnant. I'm not that fussed about it, but really... You don't mean that. So, hence why I've said, let's just take a month off and just, like, enjoy each other and have sex because, like, we actually want to have sex, which we had to do. Um, so, yeah, it's it's just such a lonely thing and I wish more people spoke about it. Yeah, and also... And not with the stories, oh, yeah, no, it took me it took me eight months and now I'm pregnant because that doesn't help anyone. No, and also the, the, the intimacy within the trying. Like, I was yeah. chatting yeah. to my friend yesterday who was like, we are having to have sex every single day and that sex is functional yeah. and I don't enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you for saying that. Yeah, and it is, it's crap. And even if you pissed you off that day and then you've got to do it. Yeah. You know, it's like, and the time, the, the month we got pregnant with Ivy is the month that I took, and I it really consumed my head with Ivy really badly to the point I was late on periods because my head was so like overcome with it. Yeah. yeah. And every little thing I'd be, oh, I think it is this month, mum, because my, my mm. boob and mm. this, and I've just checked my knickers, and I definitely think that is like spotting. Yeah. You know, it was so, it was such a consuming thing. And the month that we got pregnant with Ivy is the month we only did it once, and I said I wanted a month off. Mm. Yeah. So, and I purely am doing this because we're going away for christmas i want to enjoy it i don't want the stress of actually being knowing my luck will fall pregnant before we go away mm. i just want to go away and enjoy the time i have with the child that i actually have here yeah. before i'm creating another one you know yeah because it can consume you really can't oh, it like yeah. especially if you like you know peeing on the ovulation sticks and stuff yeah. you suddenly think okay i absolutely have to have sex now and how can like, I guess how can you relax when you in your mind you're trying to do something so big? Yeah, and the symptoms are so similar, aren't they, to periods? So every little twinge, every little feeling, you're like, I'm definitely on this month. Yeah, yeah. I know. And it, I just thought, I can't do this anymore, so I'm just going to take some time off and just get back to enjoying each other's company, which we have been. And it's been so, so nice. These past few weeks, we've been having such a laugh with each other, and he's been off work this week because he's been ill and like just helping with the house. And it's just been really, really nice just to be in each other's company and not feel the pressure of... Would that be what you would tell people if you had any advice to give them for people that are trying and it's not happening to take the pressure off? I can't really give advice, can I? I'm still not bloody pregnant. No, no, but as in <laughs> giving a break to Yeah, you. but it's so easy to say that and I don't want to be the person to say, hey, take some time off, don't... Because it, it 
it still stresses me out now even if I'm taking time off mm. yeah. I still really want Ivy to have a brother and sister and I've got a five year old keep saying to me when am I going to have a sister when am I going to have a brother and it's more for her if anything because I want her to have a sibling so I can't give anyone advice because no matter what anyone says to you it's not going to help no it's not going to help it's easier said you, than it's done it's easier said it? than done exactly and to say to someone oh just relax have a yeah, glass stop of thinking wine about it. stop thinking about yeah. it That's you can't say that really because it is going to it's a human life it's not like so it is you know but just talking about it with people will make you feel so much better if, if I have any advice talk about it because you don't know who else is going in the same thing yeah. and it makes you feel better knowing that everyone else is stressing out trying for a baby instead of thinking it's you and there's something wrong or all the reasons of why it's not happening and what to do and cut out and you know I went through like oh I need to cut this out and I should be cutting this out and then I was like hold on a second there's heroin addicts out there getting pregnant so why can't I have a coffee yeah. yeah, you know, like, yeah. yeah. You know, I've been pregnant twice before when we was travelling, which I've also spoken about openly. You know, we made the choice to have a termination, mm. and I wasn't cutting anything out then. I was just mm. doing what I'm doing, living my best life. Yeah, well, I often talk about how actually neither of my pregnancies were planned. So yeah. if you if we were to have tried, I have no idea what would have happened. Yes. I wasn't on the pill for like eight years maybe something like that yeah. I've been with my husband for a long time I was never on the pill yeah you had and, no accidents did you uh we did when I was a lot younger right. yeah at 19 which I also yeah. I the same I had determination yeah um so in the back of my head I knew I could get pregnant yeah um but we yeah we weren't we were not using contraception for all that time and we did get pregnant yeah but Essentially, we were trying for all that time. Yeah. So you just you just don't know. Like, you don't know how it's going to go. No, and that's why I was just like, I'm just going to take the stress off of it. Like, we're yeah. not going to not try, mm. but I really am just in such yeah. a content, good place with our relationship and what we're doing with ourselves at the minute. Yeah. And having sex for fun. And having sex, well, hopefully soon. Next month. Next month. <laughs> Next month we'll have sex for fun, hun. If you're listening. <laughs> I make, promise. Make sure you give me a call about that and let me know how it goes down. Not Georgia, me. No, don't not me. Yeah, I'm not going to ring Georgia. <laughs> don't ring me. Listen, at the end of every podcast, it's yes. a shame, really, because I just oh, there's so many more things that I want to. I we'll do a nighttime one. Do a nighttime we'll one. We'll do a nighttime boozy one. That's yeah. what we should do. We said don't this. Chat. We'll do it with Jane. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We'll and Jean. we'll get Katie as well. Yes. The mum lifestyles, I love yeah. her. I've not even started on Pornhub yet. <laughs> oh my god, I really wanted to talk to you about porn. I feel like, but I feel we'll like save we should it. Save we'll do it, it again. We'll talk about porn another day. All right. I just did an interview. <laughs> all right. <with> I just, <laughs> I'll send you a voice. Well, there was a the thing. Mum's making porn. There was a program. Wasn't oh, I there? watched it. Did really? you? See, I think I watched I the first one. Porn. No, no, not be in it. No, 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 no. They directed it. What they wanted their kids to see. It was actually really, really good. Interesting. They made their kids. They wanted a storyline. Oh. Like a, like a storyline and like a bit of intimacy and all the things you want from sex. Yeah, there <laughs> yeah. is quite a lot of that out there though. <laughs> I'm not into the storylines. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got three and a half Straight minutes. Straight to it. <laughs> so I got to turn the chips over. Right yeah. at the end of the every podcast, we yeah. ask our guests to um, talk about their five favourite products around that oh, subject. Oh God, you should have prepared me for this. Oh, I thought I had. Did no. I not put it? Did I not no. send it in the message? No. Oh, no. Five favourite products. So, I mean, if you've got any, like, favourite dildos. Or to do like sex, a... confidence, confidence, anything like I that. I hate the word dildo. <laughs> I hate the word so dildo. not a dildo. It just sounds so savage. Dildo. Dildo. Um, any books that you like? Any lube that you like? Any underwear you like? Well, lube we're currently using, like, the one that apparently doesn't kill sperm off. 
whatever one that is. It's like a first. It's a white and pink shoe. <laughs> I don't know the name of it, but it's supposed to not kill sperm off. We we'll put it in the show notes. So yeah, we'll find it. I'll in find. The show notes. I'll find the name of it. Um, so that's a good one. Yeah, and it's quite slippery and sliding. <laughs> Just what you want from Luke. Um, Pornhub. Pornhub. But yeah. also on your browser, you can also click a private browser. So you can then go on and watch all your weird, dirty stuff without them finding out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Top tip for everybody. I did not think that we would be discussing. <laughs> Listen, porn's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. It was never for me. But it is now. Who knew, hey? <laughs> um, Lalo. The Lalo, yeah. You're with me on that. Totally with you on that. Yeah, it's a good one. It's expensive. It, they are like 199 quid. But they're, they're on sale now. Go, but they're I got on sale. They're on sale for 60 quid. I yeah. got mine on sale drunk. Um, uh Bullets, love a bullet. Yeah, you can get one actually. Um, from I prefer pa- bullets than than vibrators. Poundland have just launched their Poundland. bullets. Yeah, they're eight pounds. Like... Don't turn your nose up at it. But why no, but Poundland do Poundland. one for eight pounds? It's a sensitive pound. area, not isn't pound. it? <laughs> I don't really want to put like a one pound bullet. What if it they're not one pound. <laughs> they're eight pounds. Oh, okay, it's eight pounds. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say that. What if it like most expensive item in Poundland? Zachary Bean. Yeah, so bullets. I always think are a good one. And one more. I still go into Anne Summers and say, "Can you gift wrap it as if it's a gift?" Oh my god, that's what I, I find, need to do. That's what you need to do. Ah, I just go and love that honey. That's such a good idea. Love honey. Um, yeah, and then I think that's it. That's, that's five it. things. That's, that's plenty. Four. That's yeah. That's, that's plenty fine. from you. Thank You've been amazing. You. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for enjoyed having it. me. I've loved it. I could talk about this all day. Oh, thank long. God we haven't got any more time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Oh my god, <laughs> that was my favourite chat. I loved that chat actually. You were better than I thought. <laughs> Thank you. Just less awkward in places. This could be the yeah. start of like the new porno G. It could be. Who knows? Do you think? Or are you going red again? Um, she going red again, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get to our products. Yes. Um, so this could be. This could seriously be the best five products of all time. Here, <laughs> I'm going to kick us off. Obviously, um, you know, I'm a massive fan of bringing toys into the bedroom because I feel like. Um, well, it's something that I did before I had my kids, so there's no reason why, you know, I shouldn't do it post-kids. No, it shouldn't make any difference. Lots of people don't like using them, that's absolutely fine, but there are some really great ones on the market and they can add, like, a little bit of extra spice in your sex life. So, my favourite toy at the moment is called the Sonar. Um, it's a clitoral stimulator, so what it does is, um, um, you basically, it's got, like, a little kind of hole in it basically and you you sort of place it over your clitoris and then it does that this suction thing where it goes whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> 
I know this is hard for you, but basically it gives you the most incredible orgasm. I mean, it really, Everyone runs it, to wherever you buy one. Seriously, the sonar, <laughs> you have to go out and buy it. And it's on sale at the moment. I think it's like 59 quid. Have a little Google, S-O-N-A. Don't buy a dress in Zara. Go and get one of those. Said, this will change your It'll life. Be a lot more fun. Yeah. Um, second, it's called um, Yes, Yes, Yes. And it's a lube. Um, it's got like no nasties in it. So quite often, if you're really tense or um, straight after having a baby, using a lube is quite important. And it does really help. Or even just in general. I use a lube every time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean. I need it. Yeah. So. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And you can get it on Amazon. I think it's like five quid or something like that. Perfect. Yeah. Love that. Um, so this is something that I have spoken about before, actually, but it's called the appreciation game. And I just kind of want to put this into your heads because a lot of um, the time with struggling with intimacy is, you know, tired, long days, not making the time for the two of you. And, you know, you just get into this real kind of vortex of like, have you got the nappies? You know, did you pick up the bananas? Yeah. And just not being nice to each other. Yeah. And so also, if you've been bickering all day, then you just probably the last thing you want to do is have sex. So if you actually take some time just to be nice to each other yeah and play this game called the appreciation game where you basically sit in front of each other cross-legged put some candles on or if you find candles too cheesy leave the candles out of it you can either be closed or you can be naked and you set a five minute timer on your phone one of you starts off by telling the other person for five minutes what they've done you know over the last few weeks that you appreciate them for and then you pass it over. They then spend five minutes telling you how much they appreciate you. And I'm telling you what, it not only makes you really like that person again, but it makes you want to have sex with them. Because <laughs> they've told you how <laughs> no, much they appreciate you. Know you. I think it's such an, I really, yeah. really think it's such a nice idea. Really, really. And really important for parents as well, because you can get a bit lost um, with all the stuff you need to do day to day. And you yeah. kind of forget just to be nice to each other. Yeah. So that is a good one. Um, so for me, before I, in fact, only before I had Gigi, I never used to not match my underwear. Ever, 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 never. She ain't lying. And it's only since Gigi I've stopped. And that's mostly because my boobs are smaller now, so like none of, none of the bras <laughs> fit me anymore. So I need to go and buy a whole, no, a whole new load of underwear. But I do think that being in some nice, sexy underwear, well, it doesn't even have to be really sexy, but just like nice. Matching. Makes, yeah, matching can make you feel like nicer and I know for me like if I feel gross the last thing I want to do is have sex so if I feel nice then I'm more likely to want to um so some of my favorite brands like Myla is we love Myla Blue Bella and Blue Bella looks super expensive but it's actually really not it's kind of about 35 36 pounds for a bra and then like 16 quid for a pair of knickers exactly so not bad at all but also um Rosie Huntington Whiteley has a range for M&S and some of her stuff is absolutely beautiful and um that you obviously everyone knows their size in MS. it's pretty easy to go and pick those up so and also if you are worried about sizing you know pre and post baby you can go in there they've got a fantastic bra service in there where they, yes. they can measure you exactly um, and we love we love marks oh yeah love MS. can't go wrong um and then finally this is again kind of along the lines of taking some time out for you and your partner in the bedroom and something that you might not have considered doing before but dozer and i have started using this kind of it's called a single feather so it comes on like a wand and there's a big feather on the end of it and then for a few minutes before any sort of touching or kissing goes on sometimes not every time we you know we'll use the feather and kind of put it in our erogenous zones around our necks around our ear on our inside of our legs all things like that just to kind of get the senses heightened again I think it's such a nice idea it is a nice idea yeah it is and like 
I guess it re- can relax you, can get you in the yeah. mood. It's actually just really fun as well. Uh, it also, sometimes we laugh throughout the whole thing. By the way, we're not <laughs> we're not like Fifty Shades in it here. We are like <sighs> laughing at our own hilarity. But it does kind of it wakes me up anyway. <laughs> We've got through the podcast and Georgia yeah, hasn't had a heart attack. You're I haven't right? had a heart attack. I haven't been sick. Um, and believe it or not, I didn't have anything, any alcohol. And have you I enjoyed it? This morning. I have. It's been good. I feel like it's been liberating okay. for me. Just wait for podcast number two on sex. <laughs> Who do you want? Send your wait messages in. Wait till I've in. got my own sex podcast. <laughs> That's not going to happen. No, it's really not. Um, listen, as always, uh, that is the end of the chat today. But as always, we would love you to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. And of course, if you do go on there, please, please, please give us a little five star review because that helps helps kind of spread the made by mama's word and if you have got any feedback on um, today's episode or any others please drop us a line at made by mama's or on zoe's personal channel at zoe hartman and we will be back next week with more chat sadly not about sex (laughs) (laughs) that's it for at least a few episodes (laughs) (laughs) we'll see you soon Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.